Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Liz's Thoughts. Now, I think I'm attaching this podcast to an account I'm going to create called Elizabeth for Women. Um, it's all kind of in production at the moment, so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. But I'm basically starting this podcast to document my journey, my current journey, my healing journey, my spiritual journey. I'm not really sure what to call it. Uh, most people call it finding themselves, I guess. <laughs> I'm on my gap year at the moment, so I guess I'm going to brand it as my gap year finding myself story. Now, I want to keep this intro first episode a bit shorter than I originally planned. So I've already filmed this episode once, um, but I realised after filming most of it that I accidentally muted my mic halfway through because of the mute, mute button at the bottom of the mic, and I didn't realise I'd muted it. So <laughs> I lost like 15 minutes worth of audio of me blabbing on about books that I want to read. Um, and I've decided to m- cut it down a little bit. So, I'm going to start with introducing myself. Um, I am an 18-year-old gap year student, I guess. I don't know if I'd still call myself a student. I left school on the 24th of June last year, uh, 2020. So it's now been... Oh, Christ. Ten? Nine? Nine months since I left school? It's been nine months since I left school. Um... And I've realised a lot in nine months about myself, about life, about the people around me. So I thought I wanted to share all of those thoughts um, and experiences with this podcast. And also exploring how I'm going to feel over the next couple of months. So I'm currently doing 75 hard, which is a mental toughness challenge. I'm seven days in out of 75. Um, And I decided to start this podcast because I was like, do you know what? Part of me wants to document my journey. And I am such a talker. I could talk for England. I don't shut up. Uh, I'm assuming most of the people actually listening to this will be friends of mine who will know that I don't shut the F up. Um, but I don't. Uh, I'm not very much of a writer. I consider starting a blog, but uh, after being di- diagnosed with dyslexia and dysgraphia as a child, I learned very quickly that writing is not my talent. Um so I thought this actually would be the best for me. I've always thought about starting a podcast, but I was so scared at first. I think just, how do you do this? How do you start this? Uh, scared of, I guess, disappointing myself. Or actually, most of it probably came from thinking about what other people would think about me. Um, because I'm not an influencer. I'm not famous. I have no reason to start a podcast because there aren't that many people in the world that want to listen to me talk for hours and hours. Um by the end of the day, I'm doing this for me and I'm doing this to prove to myself that I can do whatever I want and I can start whatever I want and I don't really care what anyone else thinks about me. Um, I don't really care how many people could turn around and say, that weirdo, why does she think anyone cares? Why does she think people want to listen to her? I don't think people want to listen to me, but I still want to share my thoughts anyway. Um, Because this challenge for me is all about putting myself far far outside of my comfort zone and pushing the limits of who I ever thought I could be because I've learned recently in life the limitations you set on yourself is who you're going to end up becoming and actually if you keep yourself in the box of your mind of who you think you are you're never going to become anyone else so I've got a lot of friends that have athletes and they've inspired me quite a bit actually thinking about the athlete mindset and how a lot of athletes know 
their own worth and they know who they could become if they push themselves to their highest limits um I've got a lot of friends who have gone off to uni and have completely changed as people because they're just in a completely different environment and I stayed in my same environment I still live at home with my parents so obviously I haven't gone very far um and I just realized like the end of the day who else is going to push me more than I can push myself no one else is going to change my life other than me I'm going to be sat in the same bedroom doing the same thing in three years time if I don't change for myself because I think in school quite a lot of the push and the drive you get is from teachers from the expectations of your parents from I guess just societal norms of just going through school doing your GCSEs doing your A-levels um or for some people doing BTECs, doing MVQs, and then the expectation of going off to university. And I didn't go off to university when I thought I would. I had this idea of my head, like, oh, I've been a school prefect. I was uh, in a part of the school gifted and talented program. I achieved very good grades at GCSEs. I thought, I'm going to go do my A-levels. I'm going to go off to university. I'm going to become an academic scholar, and then I'll be a lecturer. Or I'll go and work some job, and I'll do something. And I thought I'd followed that path because it's what everyone does and it's how everyone lives now I haven't strayed that far far from that path I still did my A-levels and I still have applied to university and I've got offers um but it all came kind of crashing down I guess that reality last year when I realized that life isn't just a straight and narrow path and year 13 was one of the hardest years of my life I did not do well in my A-levels um actually I was still proud of the results that I got considering the experience I had in year 13 and I don't think my grades were that bad I just think knowing myself and knowing my potential and knowing what other people expected of me I could have done so much better and I think that's what upset me the most is it felt like I'd wasted a year of my life um, and that I was never going to recover from it and I was never going to be able to be better or do better and actually in the seven months since I received my A-level results I am so much happier and I've gone on a completely uh, to be fair I'm saying like it's unconventional I'm so different it's not that unconventional I went and became a waitress um and now I'm just living with my parents working trying to get enough money before I potentially either next year start an apprenticeship or uh go abroad or go to university so it's not completely unconventional, but it's very different to the expectations I had for myself. Um, but yeah, I just have realised recently that no one is going to push me more than myself and no one's going to make a change for me. So I thought, fuck it. Oh, I don't know if I'm... I actually hadn't decided whether I was going to swear on this podcast or not, but uh, I actually need to drop the F-bomb, so I guess that's what we're living with now. I don't want to be scared of the future and I don't want to be scared of the past. Um, I don't know where that came from that was such an odd phrase actually just basically I don't want to feel like I can't do this because I'm limiting myself and do you know who's inspired me to do this actually Anna Archer Fitness so I was listening to Inside Anna's Mind which is her podcast and then I was watching a YouTube video that she made where she spoke about her fears about creating a YouTube channel her fears about creating Instagram uh, not an Instagram sorry a podcast And she said in her YouTube video, if you are ever considering doing anything, just do it. And I thought, maybe that's why she knows what she's talking about, because she does. Um, 
she's one of my favorite influencers i absolutely love her i really relate to her i think obviously you can never know an influencer fully personally i don't know as a like personally i've never met her obviously i don't know her um but she's one of those influencers that i feel like i relate to her on a personal level because everything she says resonates with me and i feel like our mindsets and the way she talks about her life is very similar to what i'm going through at the moment so i've just i really enjoy her content and i actually thought you know this amazing influencer is telling me to do something so i'm just gonna go and do it so here we are um i do love podcasts as well i'm a big podcast listener i'm an avid podcast listener so obviously inside anna's mind is a podcast i listen to a lot by anna archer fitness oh i guess just anna archer is her name i don't know why i said her instagram handle um but other than that podcast i listen to uh anything goes emma chamberlain love anything goes it's got me through some tough times um the rest is politics by alistair campbell and rory strewer uh that's an acast podcast uh they have a couple of spin-offs as well i think leading i was listening to that one this morning absolutely love their episode with bernie sanders and they made an episode with gary lineker which i found really interesting um i think the thing about podcasts as well is they are relaxing but they're also eye-opening and you can really think and focus on thinking when you're listening to a podcast but also if you're trying to escape any thoughts and you don't want to think about certain things maybe you're having a bad day and you're going on a walk and or you're going shopping or something like that and you just want to listen to something that is why i love podcasts another one of my favorite podcasts would be bffs with joss richards dave portnoy and brianna chicken fry i have had my ups and downs with the podcast uh have fallen in and out of love with it but at the moment i think i'm quite a big fan um but moving on from that what am i going to be talking about so i think generally i will be talking about my own journey Uh, i'll be talking about things that i've learned things that i'm thinking about but i also want to focus on things like books i'm reading so part of the 75 hard that i'm doing other than the things i have done such as give up social media i'm exercising twice a day 45 minutes indoors 45 minutes outdoors i'm drinking 3.5 liters of water i'm journaling i'm also doing a lot of reading and i've got a couple books sat next to me on a shelf that i've just bought that i'm going to read soon and i'm gonna write down my thoughts i'm gonna write a couple book reviews and then i'm gonna podcast them so i'm gonna do some short little episodes reviewing these books letting you guys know what i think um and how they are helping me learn on my spiritual journey so the ones i've got sat next to me are sexual revolution by laurie penny now this was really interesting to me because i love talking about um sex and not in a way that's like i like talking about having sex i like talking about the the effects of sex and gender and everything surrounding those issues not issues but everything surrounding those things and how they affect politics and how they affect economics and how they affect society as a whole and that is what this book talks about so i'm really excited to read this one um and how issues such as gender um and women's sexual health how they are affecting politics and economics and the structures within our society 
Now, the next one is a book called Womb by Leah Hazard, and this is titled The Story, The Inside Story of Where We All Began. This one I'm really excited for as well because I am, I'd say, a sexual health enthusiast. I really sound like a bit crazy when I talk about it, but I am really, really interested in women's sexual health. I think reproductive health is a really important topic of science. I'm a big biology person anyway, but I think reproductive health and women's sexual health, pregnancy, menopause, puberty, all these different things I find so interesting. I think hormones are the most interesting things. And for me personally, I think this book's going to be really, really interesting and I'd love to share my thoughts on it. Um, The next one is called Poor Little Sick Girls. This one I picked up because I thought it would challenge me. So obviously this podcast for me, I've spent so much time talking about how I am empowered currently in myself, how I'm on my healing journey, how I'm on my boss girl era. This book is about a woman, I think her name is Iona Gamble, and her experiences as a disabled woman in the current era of female empowerment and how she is actually, how she, how her and other girls experience this current era of female empowerment when they are not what's the phrase that she uses actually i want to use the phrase that she uses because i think it's really interesting so she says her book explores the pressures and power experienced uh, power experienced by those existing as an unacceptable woman in our current era of empowerment watching identity politics become social media fodder from the confines of her sick bed Iona began to pick apart our obsession with self-care, personal branding, productivity and hashtag living your best life. Because I am currently in my era of productivity, personal branding, self-care and hashtag living your best life. And I love reading books that I know will challenge my mind because some of those books have been the best thing I ever read and have completely changed my mind. So, it's called A Love Letter to Un- It's called Poor Little Sick Girls and A Love Letter to Unacceptable Women. And I'm excited to read this one. The next one I picked up actually at my local Waterstones, but I originally saw it in the bookstore in Bassey Power Station, which is for anyone that doesn't know. Again, I'm assuming most of the people here will know where it is because anyone that's listening is probably already a friend of mine. But it is a shopping centre in London, very near central London in an area of Bassey. Um, and it's a reverted old power station and I love going there absolutely love it it's really scenic well I say scenic oh, I don't mean like with lots of grass and rolling hills but um, it's just nice it's got a very modern industrial feel and that's what I really like about it um, but yeah I went to the bookstore, bookstore in there and I found this book called Friendaholic Uh, by elizabeth day and this book explores um the meaning of and the importance of friend relationships and how we romanticize and stress the importance of romantic relationships in life and we obsess over romantic relationships but actually we should turn our focus to thinking about the importance of friendships in our life now for me this is a really prevalent topic because I've realized so much that after leaving school yes you have a lot of friendships at school that are there for convenience because 
If you sit next to someone in a lesson for two years, three years, if you're on the same sports team as someone, if you're in the same club, for me, I went to a boarding school, so I lived with a lot of girls who became some of my closest friends. And those friendships, a lot of them have stuck with me, but it also taught me a lot about friendship and the importance of protecting our friendships, what these friendships can give to you, how these friendships can support you through life, how the people in your life can mould you and can affect you so much and how, like, I have become a friendaholic. This time last year, I was struggling so much in my life. I cut my friends out for two weeks. There was two weeks where I just did not go on my phone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to talk to my friends. Now, I am a friendaholic. I always want... Yes, I do still have a, quite a bad social battery. I do sometimes isolate myself still a little bit, which I think is important. It's important to have alone time. I do love my own company. I mean, I've sat here for the past 17 minutes just recording my own voice. Like, I very much do like my own company and the sound of my own voice but I do also really really appreciate my friends at the moment so when I see a book titled friendaholic in giant letters giant neon letters on a book I thought that is the book for me and I want to read that so I'm really excited for that one as well and the last one I was inspired to read this because um this morning I was reading the news and I read an article on in the times about um Keir Starmer and his stance on trans issues um and how at the end of the day we need to protect women's issues before we protect trans issues is kind of the gist i think of what he was saying i might be misquoting him um don't quote me but he was talking about how there's a very very small minority of trans women in this country and because of that we should put women's rights first um and i thought you know, I get the point that he's making as the leader of the Labour Party in this country. He needs to protect himself and his party somewhat. And seeing what happened to Nicola Sturgeon when she protected trans rights and now actually lost her her position. You know, we all know that Nicola Sturgeon resigned and the start of her resignation did kind of come from the trans issues that were going on in um, Scotland and her gender right i can't remember what it was she was i can't remember what it was called but i know that she tried to change the gender age rights in scotland to 16 um and that got vetoed in the british parliament and keir starmer very quickly changed his stance after seeing what happened to nicola sturgeon now i'm not gonna get too much into the politics because i'm not a politics expert um i could be misquoting i could be incorrect about things um, so I'm just going to move past that. But yeah, reading the article this morning did inspire me actually to look more into the experiences of trans people um, and read more about, I guess, gender issues. So I've picked up a book called Gender Euphoria. Uh, and it says here, edited by Laura Kate Dale. Um, and it says, stories of joy from trans, non-binary and intersex writers. Um, and it's a powerful feeling of happiness so gender euphoria is defined as a powerful feeling of happiness experienced as a result of moving away from one's birth assigned gender so in this groundbreaking anthology 19 trans non-binary agender gender fluid and intersex writers share their experiences of gender euphoria I'm excited to read this actually because I really like reading things about the perspectives of the people that i'll never understand 
you know, I I'm happy to say I like out loud that I am a heterosexual cisgender woman. So obviously I do not experience the experiences experience the experiences um the people in the lgbtq plus community um i can never claim to have experienced those experiences all i can do is research um educate myself and amplify those experiences and those voices um of the people in the community um but i also just like educating myself on these kind of things so i'm excited to read this book um see how i feel I get quite a lot of comments when people come around to my house and they go in my bedroom and they see my um, feminist bookshelf full of all of my social issues books and all of my bright pink book covers with the word sex or feminist or woman spooled across the front. A lot of people do comment on it. Um, but I'm excited, excited, excited to share all of my opinions on all these books um, on this podcast. Now gonna take a quick break and i'm gonna stop recording and i'm gonna see if there's anything else i want to chat about in this little introductory episode um but yeah that's a quick little first 20 minutes insight into what i'm gonna do with this podcast now this kind of i guess brand i'm starting i don't really want to think of it as a brand because for me this is not about being commercial and trying to sell anything i'm not trying to create a like a marketing campaign or anything like that but I guess I do have to call it a brand this brand I'm creating for myself Elizabeth for women which is what I'm calling it um is about empowering women especially young women young girls into thinking about themselves more actually thinking about their place in society thinking about their own growth I guess just sharing my experiences as a young woman and seeing if it helps anyone else. Um, I'd love to be able to say that I'm trying to empower every woman, but I obviously cannot speak on many experiences of lots of different women. I cannot speak for women going through menopause. I cannot speak for middle-aged women going through pregnancy or infertility or anything like that. I'm not going to be able to touch on, like personally, I'm not going to be able to touch on every woman's issue that exists out there. Um, I cannot like, speak on the issues of gay women or trans women or anything like that. But what I am going to do is speak on my experiences. Um, and as well, just things like my experiences with love, my experiences with friendship, my experiences in the workplace, my experiences as a student, um, just my experiences as a person, I guess. Um, but I also really, really want to, I think I'm going to do this more on Instagram and less on my podcasts I could actually maybe on my podcast but just actually just educate people as well because there are lots of women's issues especially women's issues in health and fitness that I find so interesting that I had no idea about that I've been discovering recently and I have a lot of different goals that I'd like to start achieving one of my main goals is I definitely want to convince more women to look after their health especially their mental health now I know mental health is a super trippy, tricky topic. I am in no way saying I'm a professional or anything like that. I definitely struggle with my own mental health a lot. But finding things like weight training and exploring those kind of things, even just my daily walks, like have improved my mental health so much. Um, 
I'd love to talk about my experiences on medication as well for my mental health. You know, I don't want to promote using med- medication for your mental health because I do think there are lots of other ways to improve your mental health, starting with your everyday habits. Um, but I definitely would like to talk about my experiences with that. Um, but my experiences with finding myself in the gym, especially in like the weight section, which is typically male dominated, uh, finding myself through yoga and relaxation, meditation, those kind of things, finding myself through reading. And just my general experiences as a, a young woman going out into the world, like my experiences with clubbing, bars, my experience working in hospitality. God, that's a whole nother topic that we could go into. Um, but yeah, I'm just super, super excited. I think I've been so overproductive recently. I've been doing so much. I've been going to so many things with my friends. I've been busy 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 every day working working that I've kind of learned so much and I've experienced so many things in such a short amount of time or at least it feels like a short amount of time to be fair I left school nine months ago so nine months you can have a whole child in that time so I've definitely experienced a lot and I've definitely had a lot to think about and I just want to reflect and move forward and I think I'm going to be sharing all of this with you guys but I don't want to keep going on and on and on because otherwise uh i will just be making a 60 minute podcast episode where i'll just repeat the word word healing about forty thousand times so yeah i hope uh the two friends of mine that are probably listening to this have enjoyed um uh this little intro episode hopefully i will structure the next one a lot better i think the next one i'm going to write notes this has all been completely from the heart i've literally just been speaking off the top of my head this whole episode um, but the next one I'm definitely going to structure it, definitely going to write down uh, my thoughts on current affairs, I'll read the news, put my thoughts in on that, my two pence, um, I'll give a little chat about my week, because um, I'm going to work the next five days, going back to my old job, uh, it's the first time I would have worked full time at my old job since August, September time, so yeah, exciting, and I'm also going to give my thoughts on the books I'm going to read, uh, I don't think I'll finish any of them before I record the next episode, um, just because I'm going to be busy in the days coming up. But definitely I can give my thoughts on what I've started reading. And I can also talk to you about some books I've read in the past. Because there are a couple of books on my bookshelf that I've finished already. That I would love to share my thoughts on. So yeah. Hope everyone has enjoyed. Hope everyone has a good week. Hope everyone thrives in the coming days. And if you don't, don't worry. You should never feel bad about yourself. If you didn't have a thriving week. Because at the end of the day... What, what was I going to say? At the end of the day, it's just about you. It's just about looking after yourself. I'm going to speak so much about thriving and promoting productivity and good habits. But at the end of the day, everyone struggles. Everyone has their bad days. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I want every single person who listens to this, even if it's only three people, to know that as long as you are focusing on trying, you're doing enough as long as you're trying you're doing enough yeah there are some days you could try harder some days you push yourself so hard that you get burnt out and it happens some days you don't push yourself at all because you just can't bring yourself to do it and that is all okay and it all happens and i support every single person in their journey because everyone's on a different place in life everyone's on a different path everyone's going in completely different directions um as long as you're on your own journey and you're going somewhere it's all fine
it's all just it is what it is um here's my favorite quote coming up at the end of the day it's 11 59 p.m that's all you need to remember is there anything you need to remember in life at the end of the day it's always going to be 11 59 p.m that's such a bad joke i'm sorry i love that quote but it's such a bad joke